Stan and Wayne were secretly lovers and Deborah found out about it. And so they killed her to keep their secrets. Welcome to Talk Murder to Me. <laughs> yeah, let's just let's just get it started first. Well, guys, it's so nice to be back on the mics. Yes. So frequently. Mm. Those couple of weeks where we were doing one, I mean, it really made it seem like we were it was taking forever in between. I really missed it. Yes. It feels so good to be back so often. Yes, it does. And Special thanks to every one of you who has listened so far to our um, Las Vegas shooting episode, which is a story that we did for one of our tacos who reached out to us. We were honored to tell her story. And if you haven't checked out that episode, absolutely go back and listen to it. it I know it doesn't sound like it's um, like a, one of our fun, quote unquote, episodes, but it's important. There's a lot to that case. And hopefully we'll be able to continue to provide some updates on that. Yes. So that episode was really pretty crazy. I thought it was hard. It was the craziest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it was. It was um, actually. I think this might be the first time I've been able to use the word in its literal sense. But it was outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not us, but the content. Yeah. Yeah. The story. Yeah, it was, I mean, I just can't believe we didn't, there was so much that we didn't know. We want to do a follow-up episode on that because of the lawsuits that are going on right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's really sad. I mean, we didn't spend a ton of time talking about that, which is, you know, it's not necessarily the the main focus of the episode, Um, but that's an active, ongoing thing that we have power to impact change. Yeah, and it's very important. Guys, if you... If you type in MGM suing victims, you're going to see biased news off the bat. You got to you got to really understand what's going on here. They're they're actively sending people that were in the crowd that they that the CEO came out and said, "Well, the reason we're sending these lawsuits out is because we think these people may try to sue, sue us in the future." Okay, it is in the legal right to do that. But if I was thinking about this earlier, say it like this. Okay, so it is in the legal right for MGM to sue others. Okay, mm-hmm. that sounds okay. Now say it like this. It's the same thing. It is in the legal rights for MGM to sue the deceased, the, the families of the deceased, and the surviving victims. It's still within their right. But do you understand how awful and disgusting that is it's it's really gross guys and a lot of people don't understand it and because they they just because they they, they're seeing this biased news and the the fact is the the girl that we brought on the episode she has been sued twice and she had no plan of going after mgm it this is not a matter of oh it wasn't mgm's fault that's debatable, obviously. I mean, the guy did bring 21 suitcases into your hotel. But just laying that off out of the table, it's not the fact that is it the fault or not. It's the fact that 
they're actively suing the deceased, the families of the deceased, and the survivors. And that is not okay. That is not okay. As we've been reading more and more about like the how the like the legal ins and outs of this works, it's uh, MGM could take a have the same result by he, which they are they are consolidating the lawsuits to so that it doesn't drag on forever, which makes sense. Um, but they didn't have to actively. Uh, sue victims, they could have taken that stance in defense of the active lawsuit to prevent future liability. They did not need to actively go out and do this and they would have had the same outcome. So instead they've just made themselves look like fucking assholes, which they are. The reason they're doing that is to bully the survivors because they're scared that people will sue them. You have to understand that. I don't care what's in the legal right or not. The fact is they're trying yeah. to, to scare victims so they won't be sued. And that's not okay to sue someone. If you listen to that episode, why do you think I put all the the audio clips? I wanted to make you guys really sweat. I really wanted you guys to to be frightened and, and hear the bullets because it's very scary. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand that. But it, it just well, there's there needs to be something to be done. Just because the law says it's okay doesn't make it right. Yeah, exactly. Or just because something is legal doesn't make it right. Exactly. And and I wanted just to bring that up because there are people that will just see the the front the front face of things and think it's okay. Uh, There was one guy that said, "You know, why would I trust you instead of a billion dollar company?" And (laughs) I was like, "The reason you would trust a billion dollar company because it's a billion dollar company makes me really nervous." Enron was also a billion-dollar company. <laughs> True. So anyway, that's just my stance on things. I'm I'm for the victims, man. Like, you know, um, the girl Absolutely. that we interview is still going through trauma. She's still getting surgeries, and she's being sued by yeah. MGM. It's pretty fucked up. So, so if you haven't listened to it yet, guys, go back one episode and take a listen. Yeah. And we appreciate your support. Share the shit out of it so we can um, yes. get attention to the victims. Please share share that episode. And if you don't share the episode, share some article that says MGM yes. is suing. Like I, I want to get the word out. It doesn't have to be our podcast, but something's got to be done. We cannot let this go on the completely unnoticed because if it does and MGM has already claimed they had no liability – That's all fine and dandy, but the reason they did that is so they don't have to pay an $800 million insurance policy out. Mm -hmm. It's not good. It's a fucking mess. It's a mess, and no one knows about it. And if there's one episode you recommend, please. Get the word out. Yes. I don't know. What else? Um, We have some new Taco Supremos to shout out, actually. Oh, yeah. Brittany from Texas. Brittany from Texas. We're in Texas. Texas is a Uh, big-ass state. Houston, Texas. I just sent out her um, her swag today. All Uh, right. And And Teresa. Well, Teresa. Yeah. Her name is Teresa, but she signed it Terry. All right. So this is a uh, taco special, so we don't do hints on this one. This is for our Taco Supremo and very great friend, Jessica. Oh, Jessica. Jessica. This is from 
Dixon, Illinois. Oh. And Nicole, you can tell us where Illinois is. So it's in the Midwest, northern, n- northern, up by the Great Midwest? Lakes. Midwest. Yeah. Yeah, it is in the it's in central United States, north. No, mid mid. The land of Lincoln, is like Utah. Yeah. No, no, that's, that's not the west. west. Utah is west. Yeah, Utah mid- is west. Mid Utah- all right, Midwest is like Nebraska, maybe. Yeah, Nebraska's no, in Illinois the Midwest. But Illinois Midwest. is like the Mideast. No. No. <laughs> Mideast. No one, no, there is no Mideast. There's <laughs> East. the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> like an anchorman. Uh, so, anywho, it's fucking cold there. Okay, name, without looking at the map, name three states that border Illinois. Ohio. Yeah. Indiana. Uh, yep. And? and no, wait, 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 you're wrong. No, no she's right. Indiana What's the next does. one? No, Ohio does not. Yes, yes it, it does. does. Jen, I'm looking at Ohio right now. We drove now. through Ohio to get through. It, it touches it. Oh, no. Where? You're wrong. Oh, shit, wrong. you are wrong. I just knew we drove through it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is Nicole Laporte, our third place geography. Hey, which explains why she's not the first place geography <laughs> yeah. winner. <laughs> All shit, right. I, I was even wrong, too. I thought, well, we what, drove through it. What's That's that what yellow, I was going by. What's that yellow Indiana. state? No, not no, Indiana. Iowa. Idaho. Iowa. No. Iowa. Iowa. That's what I was thinking With of. the nose. It looks like a little man with a nose. Oh, yeah, like a little old man. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Mississippi, Indiana, and then what's that orange state? Mississippi. Arkansas? Mississippi. Mm, that's, that's I think Arkansas. it's Arkansas. Yeah. We probably look like idiots. Holy shit. Cut all of that. <laughs> Mississippi does not border Illinois. Okay. It, it, you're you're being complicit. Proud psychology. That was that was John and Jen, our seventh and eighth place geography B winners. <laughs> <laughs> and there were only eight people in the competition. <laughs> but everyone wins. We all Here's got participation trophy. trophies. Yeah. Okay, so this case is for Jessica, our talker streamer, our very good friend. From Lincoln Land. What? Lincoln Land is Nebraska. No, the land of Lincoln is is Illinois. Abraham Lincoln's from Illinois. No, he's not. Google it. It's Nebraska. Abraham Lincoln is from Illinois. No, he's not. All right, Google it. All right, no, I don't want Google to. Google it. And I, I watched you. Lincoln, and it sucked. Okay. Google I'm sorry. I, I do not like to see condone murder or anything, but why didn't you show the president getting shot instead of just showing the theater when they're like, the president has been shot. Like, come on. Like that, you build up this tension the entire time and then you show the other theater instead of the one he was shot in. I have a lot of qualms with that movie. How's it going, Nicole? Where's Lincoln from? I will concede. Jen is correct. All right, so here's what Jessica says. This is a cold case file. I love cold cases. You know cases. that there is a Lincoln, Nebraska. Yes. That's where I'm thinking I, of Yeah, it. I know that there's Lincoln, Nebraska, but that's not what I said. There is a cold case file I came across the other day. It is 30 minutes from my hometown. I don't know how much you can dig up, but thought it was interesting. This is um, the case of Deborah Ann Danhaus. Hmm. And... There's not much, Jessica, and I tried to... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is the extent Prepare of your Prepare to be disappointed. In fact, that was the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I did... Um, 
I did find some stuff. Well, I found everything I could. And so I'm going to give you literally everything there is. <laughs> All right. Deborah right. was born this day. She died this day. The end. All right. So Deborah and Dan Hals, Dan Hawes, D A N H A U S. Dan House? Do House. Do House. Dude, right. you should listen to that crossbow episode. I'll put that in there. Did you really? Yeah, and I'll put a little bit of the song in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really funny episode. I haven't listened it's to It's really it. funny. Is it on iTunes? No, it's... It's on Talk Murder to Me. You, <laughs> here, like, five minutes ago. I said it was only for the Supremos. Yeah, I know, but I was just reiterating the importance of joining to be a Taco Supremo. Oh. Yeah, so if you want to hear that episode, talkmurder.com slash join. Become a Taco Supremo. Get, oh, I'm going to do that later. All right, we're going actually, it's a little outside of Dixon. It, where we're going is Amboy. Like, I am the boy. Amboy. Got is it. there a silent S at the end of that? No, it's just A-M-B-O-Y. Now, this is in Lee County. I feel like half the cases we've done are in a county called Lee County. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's along the Green River. Wait, huh. no, that's not. No, because he was Seattle. from Seattle. Yeah. All right, I anyway. mean, I don't think it flows that far. I don't but... think so. Um, it's a sleepy town, population 2,500. Very, Very small. small. Wow. Jinx. I feel like now, since we did the, um, I think, I feel like we've really oriented ourselves on small towns and the Green Valley killing. Oh, for Shelby's small taco? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, like that, was... We really started talking about, like, relative sizes of towns, and I feel like now I really got to Yeah, but I forgot pack. what hers was. It's the, like 5,300? 1,600? I thought it was 30,000. Oh. 30,000? Three. I can't remember. I don't know. I was probably drunk during three quarters of these episodes. Yeah, just I'll I'll let you know when we're done, Jen. You can wake up. Okay, <laughs> I'll be on the bathroom floor. All right. So there's not any pictures of this. There's only a few newspapers clippings that I pulled. So we're going to be kind of going over some newspaper articles here. But we're going to be talking about Deborah Ann Danhouse, 18 years old. She mm. was violently murdered. Brutally murdered in Amboy. Now, she was actually murdered on a Monday night. Really? Yeah. Do you have statistics on which day is, like, the most popular day to be murdered? Like, of the year or of the week? Both. I think... Like, so I know what's the, the best day for a date? The or suicide... Like what's, what's the most po- What's the most Describe popular? your ideal date. Oh, April uh, 29th. I did see something, though. Okay, so they did some statistics where the most popular times to break up with your boyfriend is... February 15th. Okay. No. No, it's actually right Right before before Christmas. Mm -hmm. Because they... And here's how they did it. They aggregated everyone's Facebook accounts or whatever. Like breakup status. Right before the new... Because the new year comes. It's like new year, new me. Like you you pack your bags, Why would you do it before Christmas? Because you don't want to buy them them a present. Yeah. yeah, But you want to get gifts. No, it's not that. You just got to go to Target in the $1 section and they'll be happy. It's not that because you're starting a new year. Who would be happy with a $1 gift, Jen? Be real. Target. Obviously, Target has great stuff. I feel like you work for Target. No, anyway. All right. So they aggregated all this Facebook information, Hmm. and the relationship statuses went from, like, 
in a relationship to single. It's complicated. Right, it was like December 25th, literally, right before the New Year's. And it's That's not on because, Christmas. Not because they didn't want to buy anything. It's because it's a new year. Everyone's got these new goals. And they're like, well, out with the old and with the new kind of thing. And they want a new boo by Valentine's Day. Exactly. See, that doesn't make sense to me. Well, no, there's two. Actually, it was one was right for January 1st. And the other one was right before spring break. So right after Valentine's ah. Day. Right before spring break. Okay. Those that are the two sense. times that you need to break up with your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about senior week? I don't know, Jen. Well, dro- that's very specific to only like one year. Oh. But if you think about. We didn't have senior everybody week. Everybody has spring break. From- yeah, that's true. I went to the University of Phoenix. Why, you want to make fun of me again? <laughs> I'm really proud of you and your accomplishments, so you can shut Thank the you. fuck up. <laughs> All right. We're talking about uh, Deborah Ann Dan Howells. 18 years old. Now, all the newspaper articles, I think it's weird. I don't think they would do this today, but they kept referring to her as an attractive girl. Oh, that is kind of weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird, morbid. Yeah. I and think I, they do that today. I, see, I, don't, I haven't seen any recent murder newspapers that will say, because what was that one story that we did with that that lady cop that died? And it was like, well, she was a good looker, too. That's what the paper said or something. We covered a lady cop? According to the newspapers, Dan Isles, I'm going to call her Deborah. I can't pronounce her last name. According to all the newspapers, Deborah is very attractive. She And I have a picture of her, too, if you guys People, see. they'll use the word be- beautiful yeah. to describe women. See, she was a beautiful girl that had the everything going for yeah, her that's or something fine. like that. Yeah, but I like that better than saying that she was attractive. And also, like for me personally, when someone when someone's using an adjective like like, you know, cuz if I've been on the dating sites, I'd rather have someone call me like beautiful than hot or sexy. Honestly, I think beautiful is a nicer for, like. nicer word. Yeah. Yeah, she was pretty. Yeah. When what year was this, by the way? Nineteen nineteen seventy one. Thank you. Sorry. So what was going on in nineteen seventy one? It's a lot of drugs during this time. Some LSD. We're still in Vietnam. Starting to have the disco age. The Walt Disney World theme park is finally opened. Oh. Now, oh, it says here Walt Disney. The the man, not the company. Walt Disney begins in 1965 secretly purchasing large tracts of land in central Florida. It's pretty interesting. NASA's Apollo 14 mission to the moon was launched on January 31st. This was the third successful manned mission to the moon. And yes, people, we did go to the moon. The earth is not flat. Uh, agreed. Yes. yes. Agreed. And if you think we faked the moon landing, I want to tell you that it would have been more trouble to fake the damn thing than to actually just send a man there. (laughs) That's probably true. All right. Jen, didn't you go go to college for astronomy? Psychology, but close. Oh, sorry. You were just taking up space. That was from The Sopranos. (laughs) Space, astronomy. Did you go to school for astronomy? No. Oh, I was thinking you were just taking up space. I just want you to know that I understood the joke. The Pentagon Papers came out. Ooh. Ooh. 
Ooh. Who cares about all this shit? Where's like celebrities? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know what gets ratings. <laughs> the big movies included Billy Jack, Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, Fiddler on the Roof. And the last picture if show. If I were a rich man. Na, 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 also, na, in 1971, Chiquita Bananas, for a pound of Chiquita Bananas, how much do you think it cost for one pound? Five cents. 19 cents. 12 cents. I win. All right, so there apparently nothing at BJ's today. Apparently nothing good happened in 1971. That anyone Sounds about cares right. about. So anyway, all right. I'm Deborah. Banana and I'm 18, here to say. Did anyone was, hear that one? Deborah graduated from Amboy High School with honor. So she's she's attractive from what the paper says. I mean, you saw a picture too. Mm-hmm. Very attractive. Graduating with honors, she's also a cheerleader, and she's also a twirler. My mom was oh. a twirler. Oh, really? Yeah, she was. A baton twirler. A twirler for the marching clippers. Wow. I know, right? That's impressive. So she's 18. She just graduated high school with honors. She's got her whole life ahead of her. What the hell happened? Wow. She like graduated, I think, the same year as my mom from high school. Now that I think about it, and she was a baton twirler too, but she didn't go to Amboy. She went to Sen High School. This was Monday, August 2nd, when this story takes place, 1971. Now, Deborah was still living with her parents at the time. There's nothing wrong with that. This is is the summer before she goes to college? She was actually in college at the time. I'm sorry. She just graduated high school. She just got into college. But she hadn't started. She was in business school. No, she had started. It was like her first semester. But yeah, good question. So she was not only did she just graduate with honors, cheerleader, very pretty. She was also in business school. So she was going places, man. You know? Yeah. And I'm sure she had a lot of, I was going to say peepers. What do you call them? Like people that look. Suitors. Suitors. She probably had a I lot mean, of people that look, they're called peeping toms, <laughs> peepers. but, but I think peepers. you're looking for the term suitors. Peepers. Peepers. You know what that reminded me of? Jeepers, creepers, where'd you get those peepers? Jeepers, creepers, where'd you get hey. those eyes? Okay. She was actually reported missing that Monday. She lives at home with her mama and daddy. She went on a date that night Ooh. and they expected her home. She went on a date with this guy named Stan Allen, okay? And before you guys... uh, Two first names. Before you guys jump to conclusions about it's got to be him because he was the last one to see her and they went on a date, (laughs) just go to Google and type in Ashton Kutcher testifies against his serial killer. He's going through the same thing. He took that girl home and then a serial killer killed her. I'm not saying there's a serial killer, but he's, he's going, you know, Ashton Kutcher didn't kill the girl. That's what that case is, that's going on is about. Yeah. Oh, is this a current case? Yeah. So Ashton. No. There's a serial killer that killed Ashton Kutcher's date. Oh. One of his dates. After he. After he. Like dropped her dropped off. Dropped her off and stuff. Oh my huh. goodness. I No, I didn't look into the case at all. Literally, I just know the what everyone I didn't knows. realize that that's what that was. Interesting. Yeah. I, you know, I'm so happy that he and Mila Kunis ended up together. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So Stan Allen was the last one to see Deborah alive. Deborah actually dropped Stan Allen off at his home. Interesting. Which I know is an older time, 1971. But I, today, if your girl has to pick you up 
and take you out and drop you off at your home? I don't know, man. No. What do you mean, no? That doesn't work? I mean, most of the time nowadays, you meet somebody out. You don't have somebody come to your house. Right. I'm saying you don't have a guy, you don't have a girl going to pick up a guy. No, you don't because you don't know what's going to happen if he lures you into his house. True. It's that kind of world that we live in. You meet at the place, you leave separately. What? Yeah. Yeah. See, guys don't know this stuff. Because I we don't like, have to worry about it. I think it. you know that you just, you meet somewhere Well, nowadays. if if a girl, uh, uh, like, like, at least on the, f- the first couple of dates. If a girl, like, you know, back in the day or whatever, was like, hey, meet at my place, I'm not going to be like, oh, why, so you can kill me? But you guys think about that all the time. That yes. Sucks. Well, it's more just, like, it's not necessarily because I think they're going to kill me. It's it's because if I... Other we've things never can been, happen that are just as bad but aren't murder. But we, I would just be thinking, like, we've never been out before. I don't really know who you are. And I don't want, like, if I'm going on date, first dates with people, I wouldn't want them all to know where I live. Exactly. Because if it doesn't go well, they could. They could be fucking psychos. Yeah. They could be perched outside your house watching you change. Like Peepers. in you. Yeah. yeah, peepers. She was gone, missing. Where did she go? I mean, this is a small town. She can't go far. She was found, okay? It's not like she vanished forever. She was actually found in the town down a secluded road called Morgan Road. And let me kind of paint the scene for you. Was she found alive? No, she was very much dead. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, so she was found... Th- basically thrown into this overgrown section, like, a you know, weeds, grass. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not like they cut that area. It's just, like, secluded road and then just the natural wilderness. She was, like, thrown into the tall grass. Her blue Dotson was found at the school, which was right down the road. There were bloodstains in the car, and her body, she was laying on her back. There were... There was a pool of blood under her body. When she was found in the bushes, her hair, her long hair covered her face and her arms were bent upward so that her unclenched hands were parallel to her head. That is from the Dixon Evening Telegraph on August 10th, 1971. Hmm. That was eight days after she went missing. She had blue jeans on and they were pulled down beneath her knees, obviously, sexual assault most likely she was also missing a shoe and she was very i mean she was already decomposed by the time they found her Hmm. pretty much not Hmm. fully but they found her on the 7th of august which was five days later when they were searching her blue dotson police found what they thought was most likely the murder weapon which i don't really get because all the research I did, because remember, there were there was blood. There was both blood in her car and under her. She was laying on her back. Which would make you think that they killed her on in that spot. Right. That's what I thought. But the, the cops came out and said she's most likely been moved. She was killed somewhere else and then moved to that spot. I, I don't understand how why they were thinking that. And there's a lot of questions with this case. I'm not I'm not calling them incompetent. Unless she was killed so recently before that she was still bleeding and she bled out under her back. So the Lee County coroner, Robert Preston, with his colleague, Dr. Cesar Minetti, 
which was a pathologist. They prepared the autopsy report. They did the autopsy. Basically, they came out with the official cause of death is a asphyxiation due to strain strangulations with homicidal intent. Hmm. Okay, when they were searching her blue dots and right down the road, they found what they thought is the murder weapon. They found the vacuum cleaner. What? But no, I didn't mean that. They found a vacuum cleaner, but it was missing the hose, like the hose on the vacuum yeah. cleaner. So that could have been used in Exactly. Herself. So they were thinking that was used to choke her. Oh. Now, I looked up all the information huh. they had on this case. Wow. I want to tell you that right now. There's no other information on this case besides the newspaper clippings that are out there, okay? Hmm. It's pretty obscure. So I have more questions than anyone. Like, for instance, okay, she died by asphyxiation. Where did the blood stains come from? Hmm. Right. You know, yeah. why was there pools, a pool of blood under her body? She wasn't it's, stabbed or anything? Not from what the coroner's report, the autopsy report said. That's weird. Yeah. There was no alcohol in, in her system. There was evidence that she recently ate something. So okay. there was, you know, they could tell the time that she uh, last mm-hmm. ate. So they're trying to pinpoint the time that she died. Now they couldn't pinpoint the exact time. All they could say when the body was found five days later is that it has been in decomposition for over 48 hours. Hmm. Probably not much over 48 hours, but maybe. You know, it, I mean, it, it could have been five days. But she was missing for five days. So exactly. somebody could have been holding her captive for longer or something, if that's the case. Interesting. If they could have really knew for a fact when she was deceased, that would have helped a lot. Yeah. But since they couldn't, and for instance, what I'm say, she was living with her parents. Okay, so... Most likely scenario, she was killed that Monday. Because if not, where would she go? Unless she was being held captive, like you Mm -hmm. said. Where else would she go? Right. So the sheriff, Sheriff John Quest, he was the one that was leading this investigation. And he really didn't have much to work with. But so what do we got so far? We got a dead girl that has been missing since Monday. She... Now, the sheriff came out and said... Uh, there was there was no signs of struggle in the vehicle at all, even though there was blood stains, which I really don't get. Um, hair is her hair is covering her face. Now that may not be an important fact at all, but I've read in some texts that there's some psychology behind why someone would cover the victim's face. Not always, but sometimes the killer feels remorse, or like maybe they don't, they're like, "Oh, I don't want to look at." What I just did. Yeah, exactly. Kind of thing. Um, okay. I so I, I would have been him. rushed and placing yeah. the body or something like that, too. But that's a good theory. Yeah. Okay. So the deputies claim that even though the pant, her blue jeans were down below her knees, there was, quote, non sexual reasons for that. Now, I don't really understand that. They, they came out and said it's very unlikely that she was sexually assaulted, hmm. which I don't really see because why, why would her blue jeans be down like that? Maybe it was to make someone think that it was a sexual yeah, assault. Yeah, maybe. Her one shoe was off. Somebody off the trail. 
Yeah, and or and the motive, I don't know. Keep in mind this is 1971. So I do want to say that yes, this is a cold case, but with all the modern technology we have, DNA technology, is this evidence still available? I know it was sent to the mm. Illinois Crime Lab. So do do they have anything? Do they have her blue jeans? Maybe they could pull some trace evidence off her blue jeans. Right. So if they still have that stuff, you know, it it might be uh, a good shot yeah. looking into it because the yeah, who, the point. killer's most likely still living. I'd imagine this was only mm. in seventy one. Depends on how old they were. Yeah, they may not be. If they yeah. were like in their fifties or sixties, they're probably dead. Yeah. If not, then hey, you have some strong genes. Okay, so the autopsy, as I said, no alcohol in the system. She recently has eaten something. And probably the most compelling thing they found was her laryngeal was broken. It was fractured. That's the bone part. Now, the reason that is important is because it would take a very strong person to break that. So you got to, the suspects can't be wimpy. They got to be kind of big, strong, Mm, you mm. know. So we got a few suspects here. The sheriff, he's got a few suspects. At the time, she was working at Woodhaven Lakes, which was a land development company. She was the PR slash secretary person Mm -hmm. there. So she had a good job. So the first thing John Quest, the sheriff, did was go and interview her coworkers. Okay? Yeah. That's when they came across Stan Allen. Stan Allen was also a coworker, the one that she went on a date with with. that Monday. So they questioned him, and he said the last time... And he was the last person, apparently, to see her alive. alive. The last time I seen her is when she dropped me off at my house. Okay? Now, there's... It's not the greatest of alibi. Like, he doesn't... Just to say he was dropped off by her doesn't mean that's true. Right. And if he's the last person to see her alive, then, like, who killed her? All right, Stan Allen is a salesman at that company. Now, here's a really weird thing. Another employee and salesman of the same company that she also knew, his name was Wayne Chapin, C-H-A-P-A-N. And? A-N, C-H-A-P-A-N. He told police when he was interviewed that Deborah actually called him on Wednesday, August 4th. So she didn't come home to her parents' house on Monday. Where was she? But yet she calls this guy named Wayne. Is that, was that able to be fact-checked? Okay, one of the things I wrote here, because I'm going to do a blog post of this. If you guys want to go read the blog post, it's going to be on there. But a couple questions I wrote was, can that be verified? Is there phone records back then? Can he prove that she called him? What did they talk about? Uh, Where was she at? She obviously wasn't at her parents' house where she lived. Right. And she's not the type of girl to just mm-hmm. not come home and tell her mom and dad. So why? And what did they talk about? Like, that's the what. Yeah. That's yeah. really what I wanted to see in the report. And there was really nothing. Mm. You know, because it's very, weird. it's very weird. She goes missing on the Monday. And then she calls this guy. Now, I do want to say the parents of Deborah before... They even knew who this Wayne guy was. And before Deborah left for that evening's date, she told her mother 
that she had to write a letter to Wayne. Okay. Quote, I have to write a letter to Wayne today. Hmm. Okay. She says she had to write a letter to Wayne. Now, they didn't know who Wayne was, but now they do. Uh, You know, it's It's Wayne Chapman. Right. Exactly. She's calling him versus her parents. So, I mean, it makes you think that there's some sort of romantic relationship there or something. Now, another interesting fact Keith Iverson, the director of sales. So, you got these two salespeople at the company that one of them says she dropped them off for the night. The other one said, and the other one says she called him on Wednesday, two days after she was reported missing. Now, Keith Iverson, the director of sales at Woodhaven Lake, Lakes said her employment was terminated three weeks before her disappearance. Interesting. Okay, so there's another what? interesting fact about the case. Yeah. And her her parents didn't know that? I don't know if her parents knew that. So mm. this is the stuff, I mean, th- this is so long ago. It just feels like there is not, yeah. there's not, a, not that there's not a lot to this case, but like, oh, like from it's like bits what and pieces. you discovered, it sounds like there may have been a lot of stones that went unturned. Exactly. Now, one of the other suspects, so now we're on suspect three, was a guy from... Kentucky, the ex-boyfriend, hmm. okay? And actually, Sheriff Quest flew down there uh, to see him. Nothing came out in the news about that. But from my research, I can see why he wanted to fly all the way down to Kentucky to talk to this guy. The reason for that is this. From the Dixon Evening Telegraph on August eleventh, 1971, Quote, there is the possibility the person or persons who killed 18-year-old Deborah Danhouse may not have been too familiar with the Amboy area. Really? That's what John Quest said. Yes, because, yes, her body was found down a secluded road. But according to the sheriff, there are more, quote, secretive places in the area to hide a body. Okay. Are they well-known hmm. areas? Or exactly. Like... They're not well-known areas. Oh, that, right. That's, that, why, that's right. why they're secret. Instance, that makes sense. That's a great question, Jen. For instance, the sheriff also says, quote, the murderer could have even hidden the body in a cornfield, and it probably would have not been found until fall. But he also kind of was playing devil advocate with himself and said, or it could be that Quote, the killer may have panicked and dumped the body at the first place he thought of. So, but the reason he went down to Kentucky for mm-hmm. the ex-boyfriend was because, all right, well, he's not from here, you know, but it, that didn't pan out either. Right. None of these mm. suspects panned out. Well, it's not that they didn't pan out. I mean, the killer very well could be one of these three people. Oh, yeah. I didn't mean, yeah. Here's what I'm kind of thinking was happening. There, I, there could have been a love triangle going on between Stan Allen Wayne Chapman, yep. mm-hmm. because they may have even known about this together. The first thing that went through my head was Stan, Stan Allen probably killed her. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm saying. Maybe Stan Allen killed her and then told Wayne Chapman to cover for him. Because Stan Allen, yeah, he, he got dropped off at his home, right? Mm-hmm. But now if Wayne Chapman says, oh, no, she called me on Wednesday— that would give him an alibi. That would give Stan Allen an alibi. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that was kind of going through my head. But 
why was she going? I mean, what was she calling this guy about? And also, and but why also would he lie about that? Exactly. Right? If I was the sheriff at the time, I would have. I, I think I and I'm not saying they didn't. So I, I have no other information. They probably did a fantastic job. I'm just saying, as a sheriff, I would have pressed Wayne Chapin pretty hard about. Okay, she called you on Wednesday because her parents had already reported her missing. Oh. Mr. Chapman, so she called you on Wednesday. What did y'all talk about? What did she want to say? Why did she call you? Where was she calling from? Was she staying somewhere? Right. Did they press him for all these questions? It could have been someone completely random. Obviously, the Golden State Killer was a completely random killer right. like that. You know, Israel Keys, completely random killer. Right. I mean, how do you even map that out? But it could have been right there in-house. And I, I think it was... Most likely one of those guys. Yeah, that would make sense. I don't think it was the ex-boyfriend. Yeah, I, I mean, I you can't rule them out entirely. Yeah, there's just too much to know. So let me just recap. Deborah and Dan Howes went missing August 2nd, 1971. She was found on the 7th, five days later, down a secluded road. In my mind, it feels like she may have been sexually assaulted. There was blood even though the cause of death was asphyxiation, she was choked with a vacuum cleaner hose, which they couldn't find, by the way. Hmm. Literally, the vacuum cleaner was in her trunk. Huh. Who knows, you know? But if if Stan Allen would have killed her there, that would have meant he had to walk home. So how far is his well, home? Well, he could have... Um, called the taxi. Called an Uber. They didn't have Uber back then, but nice try. It's, it's very uh, interesting. Twisty turny. If I were to, like guess who it would be i think wayne had something to do with it yeah the fact that she was already reported missing and he was like no she called me that's kind of weird what but why lie yeah why lie because like what, number that's one it's just a weird thing to like say oh she called me because then you're automatically yeah. going to be looked at i don't yeah. know the prime suspect had to be stan allen so why would he incriminate himself by saying oh no she called me you know it's just it's weird it's and the fact that, the, you know, okay, maybe, she died by asphyxiation, maybe. but there was blood on the vacuum cleaner, blood in the car. There's a lot of blood on her. Like, maybe. maybe her wounds weren't fatal and the cause of death was asphyxiation. So it may have been like a struggle, even though the sheriff came out and said there was no struggle in the car. So basically he was looking, maybe there was no rip seats or this, that, and the other. Right. Here's the theory. What if... Dan and Wayne were secretly lovers and Deborah found out about it. And so they killed her to keep their secret. And in order, when Alan was looked at as the prime suspect, Wayne said, created some sort of story about her calling him to take the pressure. That's off what Alan. I'm saying. I, that's what I think happened. I think they were buddy, buddy. I think Alan killed her, and then he was getting all freaked out because he was the last person to see her with. And I think he created a story. And then I I think he went to Wayne. I I think he went to Wayne. Maybe they were lovers. Yeah, maybe they could have been friends. But that's what I'm saying. If I was a sheriff, I wouldn't have pressed Alan. I would have pressed Wayne Mm. because— I would have pressed both of them because it sounds like like there could have been—both of them could have been involved. Right. If Alan could have been the killer and Wayne could have been the one covering it up for him. Yeah. On August 23rd, 1971, the local papers reported that the investigation was, 
quote, at a standstill. And the Lee County Sheriff John Quest said that the case was, quote, so devoid of clues, no motive, no suspect, no leads, nothing. So this case went cold really, really fast, and it stayed cold, and it's still cold. But I, you know, I do want to bring up with all this new technology. I mean, if you, there's literally people getting put in prison every day. I don't know if you guys know this, but DNA is putting a lot of people in prison. Hmm, true from stuff from a long time ago. So I'd be interested if they could, if they still have some evidence behind this. Maybe hmm. the blue jeans would provide trace evidence or something. Or anything, really. That's yeah. a good point. So I, I hope someone decides to pick this one back up, and um, you know. But that that that's for you, Jessica. I'm I'm sorry. I there's nothing on this case. It's very uh, not secretive. It's just I think they were clueless to begin with. Hmm. I don't think the sheriff and his men did a a poor performance on it. I I just think you know it just hit a standstill. It was one of those cases. Anyway. Hmm. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys, for listening to Talk Murder to Me. Uh, this has been a, an interesting episode for sure. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button on whatever podcasting app you use. If you really like this episode, follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you're absolutely obsessed with this podcast and want to become our stalker, go to talkmurder.com slash join. Become a Talko Supremo. Get a badass t-shirt, sticker, swag, a lot of love. Shout it out all over the place. Tell me what story you and me do. I'll research it. Dedicate it to you every Thursday. Talk Murder to Me podcast. My name is John here with Jen and Nicole. And until next time, always meet your date at a mutual place. Illinois. 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 No, Illinois. Illinois, Jen. You don't pronounce the S at the end. All right. My mom's from there. I should know. She's from Chicago. Well, that's not how you say Chicago. Yes, it is. You're saying it with a K. (laughs) No, I am (laughs) most certainly not. Whatever. Where's Where's Illinois, Nicole? (laughs) Why don't we get some clarification on this, please, from our Illinoisans? Okay, there's no other word in the in the English dictionary that has a silent s. You want to bet? Yes. All right. What? What's one word? I can't think of one, but I'm gonna read the dictionary this weekend. You'll read the dictionary. Yes, sir. (laughs) I have a long car ride. I'm going to listen to it on audiobook when I'm driving to St. Augustine. <laughs> and you'll fall I'm asleep. sure there is. <laughs> All right. So, Ellen. Yes, no, it does. No, no that's it Arkansas. Does that's Arkansas. what I said, Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas. Arkansas. Kentucky. No. Kentucky. Yes. Kentucky, Kentucky does, does not. It. No. Gen- Kentucky does border it. Kentucky's right there. Kentucky. Okay. Well, there's yeah, four states. We, you gotta drive through Ohio to get to West to get to Virginia. Look, you're messing the mics up. You're messing the mics up. You're messing the mics up. The mics are getting messed up. Look, stuff is falling on the floor. The pop filter is going to disappear again. That her larynx, larynx, laryngeal, larynx, laryngeal. Spell it. L a r y n g e a l. Laryngeal. That's not how you say that. Ask me for help. Laryngeal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Uh. Good night.